for so many years, I would write down my goals at the top of the year, like release original music. And then it just never happened. And I was just like, man, I'm tired of saying I'm gonna do something and I don't do it. Um, so I wanted to prove it to myself, you know, even though all those thoughts that we were talking about kept rising and like, who's going to listen to this? Or, you know what I'm saying? What makes you better than such and such? Or the comparison thing should not be, you know? And I, I think we have to keep throwing stuff at the wall to stick, you know what I'm saying? Regardless of if nothing works, is either you're going to quit or and do something else, or you're just going to keep trying. And for me, this is my passion. This is what I love to do. So I really don't see myself doing anything else. Welcome to Convos. I'm your host, Jordan Shavu, a veteran bass player, husband to my amazing wife, Latasha, and a big video game enthusiast. Join me as I chat with some insanely talented people about life, career, craft, and everything else in between. On today's episode, I interview vocal artist and arranger Steve Epting. Hailing from Chicago, Steve has been an in-demand vocalist for the music industry's biggest artists since 2017. After graduating from Eastern University in 2015, Steve moved to Los Angeles with the hopes of taking his musical career to the next level. Those hopes paid off, with Steve eventually seeing background for artists such as Kenny Lattimore, Demi Lovato, and Beyonce. Yes, that Beyonce. Hang with us as I chat with Steve about his experiences performing. He recounts how he got involved in Beyonce's Netflix special, Homecoming. He also details becoming a member and arranger of Kanye West's Sunday Service Choir. Lastly, we talk about Steve's Live Now Foundation, a scholarship program supporting creative Black youth. Now, without further ado, let's get to the conversation. Steve Epting, thank you for doing this, man. Yeah, of course, of course. Thanks for having me. I, I just want to say I'm, I'm so proud of you, man, for, for all that you've been able to do you know you've you've had a really awesome you know you've gotten to do some really cool things which you know what we'll talk about in a little bit but i just want to just first ask you you know how how are you doing hope you're staying safe out there on, on the west coast with not only the coronavirus but you know with wildfires uh, apparently air quality is like in the pits <laughs> i know i know it's been crazy it's been really crazy man but it's been good in a weird way. It's still been like really good, even though unfortunate things are happening all around, you know, um, with, you know, Corona and the fires and everything. So, yeah, that was that was crazy to experience, too, because it was, you know, getting my daily routine, my daily regiment working out outside. I was just like, man, it's like you literally it's just foggy, you know, cloudy. But. It's all good. Just taking it a day at a time, you know, trying to keep moving forward. How's everything with you? Oh, thanks. Thanks for asking, man. You know, same, same here. You know, it's, it's been crazy because, um, Tasha is doing like remote learning for her job and that's, that's been a process and, you know, the kids are trying to, kids and parents, basically, basically everyone's just trying to get on one accord and, you know, it's, it's, it's crazy. And then trying to figure out, okay, do we go back to school or do we not? You know, and that's just with her, with me, I I had gigs lined up for this, this year and, you know, it, ain't nothing happening now. <laughs> I know, right? Everything's like at a, at a halt. Yeah. Yeah, man. So it's, it's definitely, um, 
it's definitely been um, scary and and stressful, but you know, just trying to, you know, just trying to have a, a good perspective outlook on things, you know, because all right, well, at least Latasha and I are okay. At least our families and friends are okay. Absolutely. You know, you know, some sometimes it's it's those things that you kind of have to keep keep in mind because uh, like every five seconds or something, you know, is like something's about to like or has popped off, and it's just like yeah. Yeah. So, um, but you know, we're, we're making, we're making do with it. I've definitely from just a musical standpoint, just been trying to, uh, prepare for 2021. Uh, how's, how's that been for you? Um, it's been, it's been cool. Um, I'm trying not to count the rest of this year out as like, oh, like just forget it, just throw it away. Um, in a lot of Mm -hmm. moments it does feel like that though. It's like, okay, what are we doing? Mm -hmm. This is so far removed from the norm it's like every everybody has to completely revamp which i thought was the interesting part but also i feel like what what was a good part you know outside of music i feel like this moment in time has allowed the world to stop and the world to sit back and and reflect you know having it differ from person to person Mm. um but pretty much everybody has a chance to look at themselves and you know like reflect and think about think about a lot of things. So with me and the the rest of this year, like music wise, I'm just trying to yeah. continue to work on my own material and work on my own um, artistry, which I'm very excited about and I'm very um, passionate about. Um, along with working for other artists in other capacities, yeah, that's 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 really the motivation and the goal right now. Um, I'm still open to doing uh work outside of my own artistry just to keep it going keep it keep it moving and you know keep working so i haven't completely wrote it off but as it comes you know i you know try to make it happen when i can yeah yeah for for sure that's that's a that's a really good perspective you know there's i mean this year is kind of winding down but you know there is there's still a good enough a bit of year yeah yeah for 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 sure man um that's that's a really that's a really good perspective um you mentioned uh music projects um that that remind me that you you recently well not recently i guess it was i think it was out at like the top of 2020 you put out a uh a, a single mm-hmm. uh, uh willing uh yes um yeah con- congrats on that by the way Thank you, man. Yeah, that, now that was your first ever, ever uh, single, correct? Yes, that was my first ever single. Nice. It had been a long time coming, long process, a lot of battling with myself, mm. and just finally getting to the place where I like I want to be an artist and I want to release music and everything. So dropped it on my birthday this year, uh, February. So that was cool to to have that experience and. Um, drop it and release it with family and friends. Yeah, for sure. For sure, man. I, I, I hear that. Now, when you mentioned, um, you know, kind of battling with yourself to put it out there, is it more so like kind of dealing with that tension of, okay, putting this out there, I'm not just a, you know, a singer anymore. I'm, I'm like a legit artist, you know, you know and like, mm-hmm. oh, how would people receive this? Is it kind of, kind of that sort of thinking? Mm-hmm. Yeah, all of that, you know, and personal self-confidence uh, stuff. Hmm. Um, I think that plays a, a big part in not only wanting to be an artist, but staying an artist. Mm, um, yeah. Especially on the level that I I see myself uh, reaching. 
yeah, a lot of things like that held me back. Uh, and still ha- still sneaks in every once in a while, so I don't think it ever goes away. But finding ways to combat it and finding ways to keep yourself encouraged, always the move. Yeah, yeah, for sure. Um, I, I definitely... Um... I can definitely relate relate to all of that um, because I I've too, you know it's it's funny because like I, I made the podcast and now you're you know you're you're here and I, I never I never saw myself doing this sort of thing but like it, it was one of those things where the seeds mm-hmm. were kind of planted you know a while back and then Corona comes and it's like well I, I guess I'll start it you know so so even even with that dealing with the um, you know, that, that tension of, okay, you know, if I put this out there, you know, where, how, how are people going to receive it? You know, you know, that, you know, where are they going to think? Mm-hmm. So definitely just from this, from the perspective, like creatively speaking, but, but definitely, you know, I've had thoughts of like, okay, you know, how, like, I do want to put music out there at some point. Like I do have plans to do that, but it's like, okay, what does that look like? Mm-hmm. What does that even sound like? You know, um, that's, that's the whole other thing because it's like, yeah. you know, your sounds kind of like your brand. So then it's like, you know, like what, like if I put this thing out there, would it be like left field to people? Would it be like, yo, yo, that's whack. You know? <laughs> yeah. And it's just, right. <laughs> right. Exactly. No, that's a real thought, you know? And then it's also just kind of like thinking about, okay, well, I, yeah. On, on on some level, is I'm definitely putting pressure on myself because you know um, you know I'm married and it's like man I I want to I want to be able to to establish things so that you know you know mm-hmm. my wife and I just you know are, are, are well off. I'm not not saying being rich or whatever, but you know you know just you know I you know just taking my husbandly duty seriously. It, it being a way that you can take care. Of. Yeah. Exactly. You can take care of business. You can take care of yourself. Yeah, exactly, man. And, um, you know, I just see how hard Latasha works and, you know, I, I just want to be able to, you know, to not necessarily make life, uh, I I don't want to say like more comfortable or easier in the sense that, you know, like kind of like being afraid of hardship or not wanting to deal with hardship, but, you know, I, I think, I guess making life more manageable, you know, you know, I'm like, I'm not, I'm not going to, I'm not going to lie. You know, it, it, you know, if like, I do think, oh man, if I had more of this, you know, maybe life would be a bit more manageable, but you know, obviously Mm -hmm. a lot of people kind of have that same sort of thinking, you know, uh, you know, kind of like what you're saying earlier, you know, just, you just, I think just keeping things in perspective and, and I think it also just goes back to having like a good, good stuff, people around you, man, that like that, that community piece um, to just uplift you and, and, and whatnot, yeah. you know, and, you know, there's definitely been times just even just creating the podcast, you know, um, not, just, just as an example where I've like, you know, I was like, man, I don't know what, if I should do this. And like Tasha was just encouraging me to go along, you know? So, you know, for you, who, who were those people, you know, especially mm-hmm. around this time that were kind of like, you know, building, building you up and, you know, encourage, encouraging you because like it, it, it's hard, it's hard for, for musicians, for artists, for creative people to keep, to keep going, you know, especially when, you know, it, it seems like it's like, I'm in some, I'm throwing so many different things at the wall and nothing seems to be, you know, sticking, you know? No, I, I definitely understand it. For me, I feel like, yeah, those, those people have been my family. So my parents, my sister, uh, they have actually, they helped me decide and make the actual move to 
come to uh to come to California. I moved to LA. So I moved from Chicago to California. I moved in 2015, late 2015, right after we graduated, actually. Yes, yes. I, I do remember that. Mm-hmm. So they were they were very instrumental with helping me to make that choice. Uh, and in this, uh, like some of my best friends, like Calvin, Martin, and Brittany Ray, Brittany Garrison, I'm sorry, um, Mary Floyd, like some of, some of my, my good friends, they helped me through this journey um, and are still helping me through this journey to just achieve some of the goals that I have and not second guess myself and just to go hard for what I want. Um, so that has helped me to progress to where I am today to at least have at least one song out because for so many years I would write down my goals at the top of the year, like release the original music. And then it just never happened. And I was just like, man, I'm tired of saying I'm going to do something and I don't do it. Um, so I wanted to prove it to myself, you know, even though all those thoughts that we were talking about kept rising and like, who's going to listen to this? Or, you know what I'm saying? What makes you better than such and such? Or the comparison thing should not be, you know? And I I think we have to keep throwing stuff at the wall to stick. You know what I'm saying? Regardless of if nothing works, is either you're going to quit or and do something else or you're just going to keep trying. And for me, this is my passion. This is what I love to do. So I really don't see myself doing anything else. Mm, that's that's and that's good that you know you know that about yourself and you can be at peace with that. You know, I I think at a certain uh, you know going going down this on this road, you know, being a musician, being an artist, kind of you kind of have to make peace with okay, this is the thing that I want to do. You know, it, and it doesn't have to even look the same as you know whomever yeah you know and that's 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 the beauty that's the beauty of of i think doing anything sort of like creatively speaking you know it's it's, it's just you know you can kind of cultivate your own your own niche you know create your own lane and you know and i i think if you use the tools that you've been given and and the people that are around you you know you can definitely succeed you know it it, it takes time and i definitely have to remind myself that like Speaking of time, you know, you, there's no there's no time limit that you necessarily need to set on that. And like, I, I can't tell you how many times I've I've thought thought like, man, like, because like, <laughs> I'm, I'm I'm turning 29 in December, and so like I'm I, like I've been thinking like, man, my I'm about I'm going to be 30 at some point, you know, like was my like did I did I achieve everything that I wanted to do? up to 30, like maybe, maybe not, because it's like, you know, people change, you know, you change, you grow, you develop. So certain things you may have sworn off, you know, you might, might have taken a second glance and be like, you know what, I'm going to, I'm going to try this, you know? And I I think, and I think getting to that point, you have to kind of definitely know who you, who you are, you know, and my mom would say, know whose you are too. No, that's, that's, that's key, yeah. you know, and, and kind of just, you know, settle, make peace within yourself, with your spirit that, you know, this is the path I'm going to be on, you know, am I going to rely, am I going to buy into those fears, mm-hmm. you know, those, those doubts, those anxieties, or I'm going to buy, buy into the gifts that I know that God has given me. Um, and I say, you know, doing that, being faithful with that and just trusting God with the results, you know? Absolutely. That's so key, actually, what you just said. Um, and just makes me think about, you know, in life, like whatever thing that comes our way, 
we always have two choices. Like we have the option to choose fear and we have the option to choose faith, mm-hmm. you know, and whatever it is. And it's like, we make those decisions like every day, pretty much, you know, and mm-hmm. faith being hard a lot of times because you can't see your way and you don't know what's next or you don't know what it looks like or you don't have all the resources or you don't have all the money or the, you know, everything's set in place, but you're just going, you're just going after it, you know, and, and figuring it out on the way. Yeah, for, for sure, man. I, I, I hear that, you know, and, you know, but, and that's the cool thing about faith is that, you know, like faith does produce results and like, you know, seeing, seeing your journey, you know, that, that's, that just, that has given me like a lot of hope, you know, that, you know what, any, anything's possible. Um, no, calling my parents a lot today. <laughs> um, um, my, my, something else, some my, my dad always said, you know, if, if, you know, if God has something for you, you know, then it's mm-hmm. for you, you know, not, you know, no, nobody can take it away, you know, no one can block it. You know, you can't even sabotage it. It's like, you know, it's Absolutely. like God has, entrusted this thing to you, you know, and, um, I'm definitely, I've definitely been encouraged, you know, seeing your, your growth as musician, as an artist and as a, as a person, um, because I feel like it's, <laughs> it's so easy to kind of just like get kind of jaded about the quote unquote grind, you know, and it's just like, eh, you know, it's, it's, it's whatever, but, you know, it's, it's important to, you know, to celebrate, you know, those little victories celebrate where, where guys brought you and where you are now and, you know, where, where you're going to go, you know, that's, that's, that's so important. But speaking of journeys, you know, how, okay. So your, your family helps you move to California in 2015, like right after we graduated. And um, if I remember correctly, you, you graduate with a degree in music education, correct? Actually just uh, music general. Uh, with the vocal content, with a vocal concentration. Yeah. Okay, yeah, yeah, like like me. Well, mine's the the vocal because like that's that's all you meant. Yeah. <laughs> uh, yeah, I started off as education, but it was like. Mm. Okay, yeah, yeah. That's that's yeah. Because like I I I started off as performance too, but I also was like eh, I don't know, you know. Mm. So I you know kind of like dipping my toes in 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 a number of things, but yeah. So okay, so you you graduate, you no, know, you graduate, you end up on the opposite side of, of the country, or at least from since you live in Chicago, I guess like just a few, right. few feet right. over. <laughs> Going from Philly back to Chicago. So I was in Chicago for the summertime, uh, working at my home church over the music at, at my home church and just really going through that and doing Uber, trying to figure out my next steps. Because after we graduated, I just felt like my life completely started over. So I was just like, man, what what does it look like you know how do i how do i continue to write this story now so at home you know gigging around the city just trying to make my way because i'm from chicago but i wasn't on the music scene like that like i was kind of on the gospel scene a little bit um but as far as like r&b or any type of other styles of music i wasn't on the scene at all i was just really breaking through so we graduated may of 2015 i moved to california in november of 2015 and really got there because my brother slash best friend, uh, Calvin, he was moving to California at the time. And after I graduated, we met up and hung out for a little bit. And he was like, man, I'm about to move to California. I was to go to Musician Institute, try to get on some tours. You know, I was like, man, that's dope. You should do that. Go, go do that. And he's like, yeah, man, you should, you should come with me. 
I'm like, mm, I don't know about that. <laughs> but I knew I wanted to tour. I knew I wanted to, you know, work with different artists and travel and stuff like that. But I never saw myself moving to a whole nother different state. Mm-hmm. So after he, we talked about that, he, I couldn't stop thinking about it. And so that, that was the back and forth with my family and, you know, asking myself the hard questions and what I wanted and, and all that. Um, and then I booked a $41 one-way ticket to LA. So that was that. I'm there. I'm thinking, I had never even visited California before I moved there. So I like just landed with all my stuff and it was like, okay. Wow. Okay. Did that and went. So I, I had the, uh, the mindset that when I got there, I'll just be there a few weeks doing a few, doing a few auditions. You know what I'm saying? I'll be on a tour in no time. And that was the complete opposite um, because it slipped slipped my mind or I didn't really think about the fact that I have to provide for myself fully as a man, you know? So I'm used to, at that point, I'm 22 years old, 21, 22. And, you know, I've been on my own a little bit in college, but never like having to pay bills and buy groceries and, you know, do the whole nine. Um, so this is the first time trying to do that and trying to find work. Mm, yeah, yeah. Took me the longest to find a job uh, in there just to, to support myself. So it was a lot of that. It was a lot of down days of, you know, just trying to figure it out and make it work. Um, because I didn't didn't have any resources. I didn't really know anybody out there. Um, yeah. And I didn't have a car, so I had to take the bus, train, Uber when I can. But that was pretty, pretty scarce. But yeah, like mm. that was that was really, really hard for me. I had a few jobs that I hated. <laughs> yeah. Working at a telemarketing place, working at a fast food restaurant, then ultimately working at a high school, which was the best out of all regular jobs that I had. Um, worked there for about a year and a half. And throughout all this time and through these different uh, jobs and different periods, I'm slowly making my way on the, the music scene. So I'm after work, I'm like going to different open mics and singing and just being just being around, finding out where the spots were around the city and just being there, perform, you know, meeting people mm-hmm. and doing that until I network with somebody. And then that transition to them calling me for different gigs and different studio sessions and me having different opportunities in my in my eyes, um, paying dues um, because I. A lot of, I had a lot of trash gigs and a lot of, you know, like, man. Mm, yeah. But transitioning through all that, like, you know, still doing that, but still tr- finding myself as an artist, too. So really using every op- performance opportunity as a chance to get better. So I'm, like, putting it all out there, like, every single chance that I got. Um, and I felt like every time I did that, I got better every time. Even if I messed up on stage or even if I'm flubbed or missed some words or missed a note or something like I still felt like I was getting better every time and so transitioning to me working at the high school was there for about a year and a half had an opportunity to audition for Disneyland in their seasonal uh holiday show um and the group that I was in we we booked it so I put in my two weeks at the school transitioned to that and it was really dope it was a really dope experience because I had the opportunity to not only perform, but to write and arrange the material that we performed in the in Disneyland, California uh, amusement park. 
So that was really dope. After that transition, it's like early 2018. Um, and so I'm, I'm out here now. So I don't have a job. I don't have, I'm like doing music full time. Um, so I, I was blessed to have some, some gigs around the city. Um, and then a friend called me. This was in like March, March 2018. A friend called me, asked me, if, was I available for two dates in April? And I said, I'm only available for one because I had some dates lined up with Kenny Lattimore. I sang background for Kenny Lattimore for a, for a little bit. We were planning on going to South Africa. So I, and I wanted to go to South Africa so bad at that point. So I'm like, oh yeah, I'm not missing that. So I got there. Actually, so we said, no, never mind. Don't worry about it. Ended up finding out after the friend told me, don't worry about it, because I, I needed to be available for both dates. Uh, found out that it was for Coachella with Beyonce. Whoa. And I'm just like, oh, my God. <laughs> Are you kidding me? I just turned that down. I'd be mad. Like, why, why didn't you lead with that? Right, you know? right, right. <laughs> but being on the other side of that, it's like, I now understand why he can't, he couldn't say that. You know what I'm saying? Or like why he couldn't mm, say like, hey, you available these okay. days for a Beyonce gig? It's like, what? Yeah. <laughs> You'll get the whoop. Like everybody popping out from the Woolworths. But um, <laughs> yeah, like I was pissed about that, but I tried to like shake it off. Yeah. I'm like, okay. I um, got a text from another friend the next few days later just saying like, hey, just uh, referred you for this big opportunity. Hopefully they reach out. And I'm like, cool. Didn't think any, anything of it. Didn't ask who it was. Then I get a text the next day saying, hey, show up this time, this date for Coachella rehearsals with Beyonce. And I'm just like, whoa. So I walk in there for the rehearsal, <laughs> meeting everybody, meeting all the rest of the singers. I knew a few of them, but not all of them. And I go shake the music director's hand, mm. um, introduce myself and just say, I'll tell him I'm happy to be here, happy to be a part. And he's shaking my hand and he's looking at me like, kind of side-eyed and i tell him hey my name is steve epstein thanks for uh an honor to be here and he was just saying stevie notes and i'm like no uh steve epstein he was like oh we were expecting stevie notes to be here they were expecting like a whole nother guy to be there but i somehow got the call i don't know how but yeah ended up ended up doing coachella with beyonce What's up, conversators? I sincerely hope you've been enjoying the episode thus far. Before we move forward with the rest of the interview, I have to ask you a serious question. Would you be willing to buy me a coffee? <laughs> no, I don't mean the drink. I'm referring to the platform coffee, K-O-F-I. Coffee is a platform that allows content creators to receive financial support from their community. It's also a great way for creators to engage with their community. I would love your support with the podcast as doing so will allow me to produce more episodes in the near future. To support the show, head over to my website, georgefood.com, and click on the podcast tab. On the podcast page, you'll find a link to my coffee account directly below. Hit it, and you'll have the option to make a one-time donation or subscribe monthly. By subscribing monthly, you will have access to extra content, such as behind-the-scenes posts, bonus episodes, and a chance to be a future guest on the podcast. Neat, huh? Whichever option you choose, your support will mean so much to me and keep the podcast going. Thanks for taking the time to hear me out. Now, let's get back to the conversation. So I guess the only reason why you showed up at Coachella with Beyonce was just by happenstance. <laughs> pretty much. Yeah. Pretty much. They mistake, they, they mis- 
have me mistaken with with someone, another Steve or another Stevie. Yeah. Um, so I guess they got it confused. And then so the MD was just saying like, I was like, you need me to audition right now? Like, do you need me to sing something, dance or, or whatever right now? He's like, no, don't worry about it. We'll see how we'll see how long you make it through. <laughs> and so did Coachella. Awesome experience. Two weekends there at the festival. Fast forward to a few months later doing the On the Run 2 tour with Beyonce mm. and Jay-Z. And that was an awesome experience because I um, earlier that year, uh, so top of 2018, uh, when I first got the Disneyland gig and, and all that, that was the first time I did a vision board. So that vision board was very key in that year for me because I wrote down everything I saw myself doing. Which And I wrote down touring. I wrote down traveling to different countries, putting out, re- releasing original music. I actually wrote down that year, I want to work with Kanye West, Bruno Mars, Kendrick Lamar. I want to go on tour. I want to travel to two different countries. I want to release original music. I want to do stuff to promote my brand. Like So that was the first time I ever did anything like that. Um, so it was cool to manifest some of those things in that same year uh, just by writing it down and seeing it and focusing on that every day. Um, not only going to two countries, but visited a whole continent, a few continents, you know, in that. And that was just so awesome to be a part of um, and transitioning after that. So we did the tour, got went through Europe, went through North America. Then we went to South Africa, Dubai, India. Um, and that was like truly amazing to be able to see those places and getting back. So this is the end of 2018 now, end of 2018, early 2019. I'm finally back here in California. And prior to me leaving for tour, I was in a one-bedroom apartment with my friend Calvin, who I moved out here with, sleeping on an air mattress, you know what I'm saying, making it work. I eventually got a bed, but didn't have a room or anything. So transitioning to the top of 20, 2019, getting back from the tour, and I'm in a U-Haul, moving, moving into my new place. Blessed to be, be moving into my own place. And I get a call from a vocal contractor that I've, I connected with out here. And he says, hey, Kanye is starting a choir. Kanye West is starting a choir and I, I want you to be a part and I want you to bring some people in to help. So to get that call, it's like, man, not only did I write that down on my vision board the year prior, this is somebody that I've been listening to and, you know, since I was at least 11, 12 years old, you know what I'm saying? Like, and really having that be one of my favorite artists to be able to work with him in his capacity has been dope. So in the Sunday Service Collective, I had the opportunity to be the assistant director, vocal arranger, uh, writer. And, you know, it's, it's been an awesome experience to be a part of uh, with the amount of material that we we would do and have on hand and the vast variety of different styles and genres of music that we do. It's just awesome, and I feel like it continues to just sharpen me, um, not only as a, a musician, but as an artist. And so all the while in that, still doing my own, working on my own stuff, working on, you know, another single that I'm going to drop within the next uh, month or so, and getting ready for a full project uh, next year. And so I'm excited about that, and I feel like all of these different opportunities have helped me cultivate my gift even more and also get me ready to 
be the artist that I've seen myself to be. That's 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 awesome. Yeah, that's that's an amazing, just an amazing story. To, you know, to be as young as you are, you know, to be able to you know travel to see see the world, but you no know, doing so backing up these well-known artists, you know, like Beyonce and, and, and Kanye West. And you also sang with uh, Demi Lovato too, like, like a few, a uh, couple years back, if I remember correctly. Yes. So that was actually when I was working at the high school at the time. Ah, okay. Yeah, so okay. That was when I was working at the high school. And like, even thinking back to that, I had to like request time off work. I had to, mm. you know, try to finesse that a little bit because yeah. to be honest, even when I was at work, I was working, but I wasn't working. Like I'm in there learning songs for a gig I have. I'm in there mm. working on event plans for my stuff. Like, <laughs> you know, just trying to make it work with a goal in mind. You know? Yeah, for sure. Now, um, I think... Let me see. You did no, with her. You did. Um, you did the the Jimmy Fallon show and uh, mm-hmm. and the Ella DeGeneres show. I, like I I, I, rem- I remember. I think I think those those two. Yeah, those two. Now, what what was that? Your first time ever doing any sort of like live performance on television? Well, not literally in front of people, but I guess, you know, I guess people watching, like millions of people wa- uh, watching on screen. Like, was that your first time ever doing something like that? You know, like, how how did that feel? You know, was that like very nerve wracking or was like, you know what? No, I, I can. No, I can. I could keep doing this. <laughs> yeah. So that actually wasn't the first time. Okay. The first time was actually in 2017. I was where was I working then? I think I was working at the school at that time, too. Cause I was there for about a year and a half, but I did America's Got Talent, um, and the uh, some of the contestants they had background singers for their performances in like the semifinals and the finals. So had the opportunity to do that. That was like my first big job here in LA. What's ironic about that is the same guy that called me for the Kanye West gig is the same guy that called me for my first job here. Oh wow! <laughs> so I came around full circle and was truly like. That's an awesome, awesome experience. Yeah. And it, it's helped it, it it's helped me, you know, to be ready to walk on set when you're doing things like that. Like how what are you supposed to do? How are you supposed to carry yourself? What are the questions that you need to be asking? What how are you performing? What like all that? Do you have everything you need? So that definitely helped when it got to Ellen and Jimmy Fallon. Like those were those were awesome opportunities. Yeah, for for sure, sure, man. Uh, I like I remember seeing seeing you perform with uh, Demi Lovato on um on the. I I think I literally I literally made the effort to actually stay up that night just to just to see you perform. Oh wow! Perform with her that that night, and I was like, yo, like my man's doing it, you know. <laughs> man, appreciate it. It was such it was so cool to do. It was pre recorded, so. We got oh. done. We got done, and 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 just thinking back about it, I was like, "Wow, we just did that!" And so mm-hmm. when it finally aired, I was just watched it a bunch of times. It's like, "Wow, yeah." You kind you kind of had you kind of had to like pinch yourself, you know? Yeah, like in the hallway, leaving out, met Quest Love, like you know, like super cool. Like, uh, yeah, yeah, I, I bet. Wow, man. So I have to ask. So. You know, you've already gotten to play, you know, sing with some big artists, you know, who, who is somebody or, or, you know, who, who, who else would you, 
would you want to you know perform with and and why i so also in addition to kanye on my vision board i also wrote kendrick lamar and uh bruno mars yes okay so i still see myself working with them those are two artists so starting with bruno i really became a fan in 2014 when he did the super bowl Uh, and so that performance was like whoa like, cause I've always, I've paid attention to Bruno, you know, I like the songs, but I feel like that performance, you know, really captivated me and it's like, okay, I can do that. Like I can do that. And then to see his progression and the reinvention of his own, of himself in his artistry is just dope too. You know, 24 karat magic and, you know, uptown funk and like all that. And the projects just being really, really solid bodies of work. I think that, um, He's one of like one of the the dopest opus out right now. Um, and Kendrick, he's he's one of my favorite rappers. Period. Um, I think he's an all around artist, and I believe that it is not only lyrical. I think the way he, you know, fuses stuff musically, like "To Pimp a Butterfly," was like probably one of my favorite albums by him. Um, the way he he fused jazz and hip hop, you know like that and trap music you know that's super dope and just visually his his videos are always crazy like his live performances like are always top top tier so those two for sure yeah yeah man well uh i I certainly hope you know when when it's safe to actually you know gig again (laughs) you know may may no lord willing you know you um you get you get those opportunities um but but speaking of next year you know what what are you you know outside of you know more performing opportunities um you know like what 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 are some things that you are looking forward to um next next year um i'm looking forward to hopefully being able to travel and perform uh maybe not a tour per se but maybe a tour you know i don't know how likely that that is but I'm I'm open to that and I want to do that. I also want to grow my brand more. Uh, My brand live now um, is a movement encouraging people to live in the moment, encouraging people to um, go after what they want, what they want to do, regardless of what it is, but doing it with their whole heart, you know, telling people, telling their family members and friends that you love them on purpose. And every time you get the opportunity to perform, you do it like it's your last time. You know, not holding back anything, not reserving anything. Hmm. And that all stemmed from in 2017 when my younger cousin was shot and killed by the police in Chicago. Um, And just me reflecting on that, I was thinking like, man, he'll never have the opportunity to Hmm. buy a house. He'll never have the opportunity to get married. He'll never have the opportunity to visit another country. You know, things that help shape our worldview and help to cultivate a a certain experience of our lives. um, He wasn't afforded those opportunities. So it caused me to check myself and ask myself and continue to ask myself, am I living in a moment? Am I going after what I want? Am I really living this life on purpose or am I just going with the flow? And it's crazy because I really felt strongly when I first created it. um, And it's not even to say that I, live by these principles all day, every day. Like, this is just what I do. Like, I'm still human. So I have moments where I don't feel like being in a moment. I don't feel like, you know what I'm saying, going after what I want because of 
X, Y, and Z that I'm going through. Um, but regardless of all that, still choosing to love yourself and see past the negative to see the positive. Um, so this next year, I definitely want to grow that with my ma- vocal master classes, um, with my online content, with my scholarship. Next year will be the fourth year that I'm doing the, the Live Now Music Scholarship to incoming freshmen, incoming college, college freshmen that are African-American. So um, I'm excited. I don't know how the world will look per se, but I think this year has taught us that regardless of what it looks like to outside, we just have to adapt and we have to, we can't stop because the world isn't going to stop, you know? And just because it's not how we've always envisioned it doesn't mean that you can't take it by the reins and still create the life that you want. Yeah, man, that's, that's so good. No, thank, thank you for, for sharing that. That's, it's, it's cool that, you know, you're able you know, you're, you're, you've built something to really give back to people, you know, especially um, to the African American community, because you know, <laughs> there's there's a lot of that whole police killing black folk going around. It, it's so it's so good, you know, to see you know a young brother like yourself, you know, to be able to you know rise above all the craziness, but also you know provide a platform to help help those young, younger, you know, black kids, you know, to uh, you know, pursue their dreams, you know, and, and be able to to become and work towards being something better than whatever, you know, the media portrays uh, them. So mad, mad respect for that. How, how can people um, support that? support that platform um like what what like at least financially or or how what what are ways what are ways people can do that that's a great question i actually don't have anything set up like that right now but you saying that just gives me you know ideas to on how to you know expand um so following me on instagram at need for steve need for underscore steve um steveepting.com just for updates on on what's to come because there's a lot coming and a lot more chance to be involved um, in this because actually the attendees of the my past master classes I've had two I've had two in LA and one in Chicago and every participant from those classes has helped to fund the scholarship so their proceeds and everything that I made for that went to to the 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 attendees that that actually the winners I'm sorry that that won the scholarship over the last three years so it's it's I really want to make that clear too and you know the people that attended my past master classes I let them know that they're a part of they're in on this too they're a part of you know making this a reality um, because it's really all about helping each other at the end of the day that's really what we we have to do that. As much as a lot of us are independent and as as much as a lot of us like our alone time and like, you know, maybe doing stuff on our own, you can't rise to a level without people. You can only get so far by yourself without having people to help you and assist you. You're not going to make it that far because you need outside perspectives. You need new energy. You need uh, new information. You just need something else sometimes, you know? 
No, to- totally, man. Uh, agree. You know, I mean, even with with your story, I mean, really with our stories, you know, we we weren't able to achieve what we were able to do, you know, by ourselves. You know, we had people around us, you know, and that's, you know, it's so, so important, you know, because even just doing the musician, uh, you know, that, that, that whole thing, you know, that can be, you know, if you're not too careful, you can kind of isolate yourself and, that's that's not healthy, you know, because you know we, we we need people and we we were made to fellowship with people. So, you know, that's 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 so um, important. I don't know how, but like I definitely would love to help, you know, with the live now thing at some point. You know, I, I, I you know if I have to screaming at uh, the the rooftops through through my podcast, you know, man, I I, I it's I, I love it, you know. So it's 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 dope. It's dope. Thank you, man. Thank you. I appreciate that. Yeah, uh, absolutely. Um, Steve, uh, thank you for your time. It's all good, man. Thanks for thanks for having me. Thanks for uh, sharing your platform. It's dope to to see. I love for me personally. It's inspiring to me when I see people in their element or see people doing their thing. So keep going, man. Regardless of what it looks like or perception or what other people might say, just keep just keep going full fledged ahead. You know. Figure it out on the way. Keep going, and you got you got positive energy, good intentions. So it's always bound to work out with that. Thanks a lot, man. And that's a wrap. Thank you so much for listening. I hope you enjoyed the episode as much as I did. I had such a great time chatting with Steve. I found his story really inspiring. Oftentimes, the path forward in the music industry is met with resistance, but if anything. It confirms the importance of having a support system in place, as being a musician can be, as I know, quite exhausting. To keep up with Steve, you can follow him on Instagram, Twitter, and YouTube. His latest single, entitled Willing, is currently available on all major streaming platforms. If you're interested in supporting his Live Now program, I encourage you to reach out to Steve and ask about ways to support it. Whether you're a veteran or a first-time listener, I would greatly appreciate a rate and review for the podcast. Thanks again for being part of the conversation and remember to have quality conversations. All you need to do is be kind and listen till next time.